0: We are in playoff mode with the death lineup. We we're going to talk about this week 18 game, which was not much. It was a glorified a preseason game. And if you watched the end of that second half and you watched all the way through, I commend you. Thankfully, I got to watch the second half uh, with, with my clicker, with my fast forward button, because I I had to I had to get out of get out of dodge for a little bit. The kids had a couple basketball games. But, man, like, that was that was a rough second half and very comparable to a preseason game, I thought, with Sam Darnold running for his life, wide receivers, dropping balls for, for big plays. Uh, and I don't know. I don't know how many quarterback draws we saw from Carson Wentz.
1: Jeez. Like, throw the ball for once, guy. I was working. I worked until, like, three. So then I came in late and watch and i tell you what man watching it with the clicker man i got through that game in an hour that was awesome you know so it it that's kind of the benefit of not going right after the game that i could kind of watch i and and you know this game wasn't you know it it was what it was so i didn't spend a whole lot of time um analyzing i you know i just kind of watched you know, just watch it. You know, there were a couple things I took away and we'll get into those as we go through. But yeah, like you say, it was, it was really a scrimmage and the only thing missing was the running clock. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) We, so the, the basketball games, the twins played,
0: there was a running clock, which I was very thankful for, (laughs) but I, I don't know what the time is. It's like maybe with, maybe when there's two minutes left in each quarter, then they, they they stopped the clock. Mm-hmm. So the second game went into overtime. Oh, wow. A, a kid on the other team hit a three uh, right at the buzzer to send it to overtime. And Jokic. I, was, I was talking. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't that lucky. I love how Yoke just like, yep, I knew I was going to bank that one. Come on, dude. Um, I was talking to my wife uh, as, as the last play. There was like, I think there was like maybe five or six seconds left in the game. And the other team had the ball and our coach called a timeout. I looked at my wife and I was like, wait, why is he calling a timeout? He just allowed the coach to call a play, an inbounds play to to get the last shot off. And it worked because then they hit the three and the coach. I think the coach that they, they, they had, they've had some success uh against the teams that are comparable to them but against the teams that are better than them not not great success so i think he was just so excited that they were actually in the lead and he just so desperately wanted the w he was like overcoaching a little bit a little Mm -hmm. probably a little nervous but you know these kids are 13 and 14 so i it it was just funny to me because i'm Mm -hmm. you know i did that that was 20 years ago for me you know for and so i'm like i'm just watching now i don't need to do that like Mm -hmm. i don't need to get anxious and, and go crazy but so I, I like it being on the sideline and I, I watch the kids but yeah so uh that running clock is very helpful in that kind of game and i think it would it, would, it felt like the first half was a running clock because that mm-hmm. first half went by so quick it really did and then and then the second half was a little bit longer but let's start with and and we'll get through the game first and then i i really want to talk playoffs i think the mm-hmm. playoff scenario was was so crazy today i i think the thing that I'm most frustrated about, and I didn't, I don't, I wasn't really problem. mad about I'm them losing. See, mm-hmm. The thing was,
1: more-
0: Sam Darnold had an opportunity to get, to make 300k today, and they took that what? opportunity away from him. If, if he if he uh, had 25 percent of the snaps, and they won, then he was going to get a 300 thousand dollar bonus. I think that was his bonus for every single game this season. Obviously, with a Brock playing every single game, Sam didn't really get a chance. So this was his opportunity to make a little coin, and the they didn't allow it. And, and so uh, my co-host on Thompson and Clark, Brad, he is a uh, he is a, a Rams fan. So we we have you know whenever we the Niners and the Rams play each other, we have a little fun, you know, back and forth on the baseball podcast. And so he was saying. You know, and I think we felt the same way because they were already going to make the playoffs. It was just whether it was going to be sixth or seventh seed. And he said, I clenched my cheeks on every tackle because I wanted to see both teams duck out of there with no injuries heading into the playoffs. And that's absolutely how I felt. I was like, man, Bosa's like still rushing on third down. Like what's going on? But then you think about it, and this is not like baseball. This is not like September baseball or how September baseball used to be. where you just call up a bunch of dudes to fill out the roster like they had to play with basically their same roster mm-hmm. so you know that there were some guys
1: like Debo like Can I say the dumbest thing ever that we played 18 weeks and it's still game day um 53 yeah. I mean so I mean just just by math you can't you know you're going to just mathematically you can't put in um you don't have you don't have enough guys to just not play everybody. So peace guys...
0: peace squad should just be available, I think.
1: Right. I mean that you you should, at least in the last couple of weeks you should be able to do just expand Okay, you don't have to do it for the whole season, but if you like I think that would be a great idea. Mm-hmm. The, the the practice squad is like 15 guys. The last 2 weeks they should all be available. Yeah. Um so you expand the roster and I mean I I guess theoretically you do have to pay them more. I, yeah, I guess is, you that is the probably the thing for yeah. the teams. You'd have to pay them like regular game checks. You couldn't cause that that would stink that if you know you're playing them, but you're still just paying them whatever the fifteen hundred dollars yeah. for the week is. So yeah, that's probably the hang up is that they don't wanna, you know, give those fifteen guys whatever the minimum game check is. NFL owners are so cheap. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous that you know, and I think I was talking to somebody the other day about this. I think hopefully as these these old guard owners move on, the yeah. the ones whose whose um net worth is exactly the the value of their team. I, I think these little pitly expenses, I mean And, I mean, okay, another one of my big pet peeves is you could just – the whole officiating thing needs to be overhauled. Those dudes need to be full-time. Yeah. You need to have replay – you need to have replay officials on site in every game. And and it it could be done. But I think that once you start to cycle in new money and these guys that have – that are, like, legitimately billionaires, the – added expense is not it can be i think it can be justified in the quality of the game making the refs better it it can do nothing but help and i think as we move forward and these gaming relationships grow i think they're gonna put pressure on them to overhaul that and another thing could be you know playing these These practice squad players. I mean, the roster should be increased just in general. But they get they got that extra week of
0: TV money. They expanded the playoffs to get the extra game on each side, uh, or however that works. Maybe, maybe, uh, yeah, I think so. I Mm -hmm. think, Yeah. yeah, they added a game. So it's it's not like the owners are hurting you know, because the players are, are bargaining better than they are. The owners run this league, mm-hmm. like the players, you know, comparable to the N the NBA and major league baseball the players don't even have a comparable voice in, in this league. And, and how's this for, um, you know, Mark Cuban, he sells the Mavericks to uh, some crazy rich people and he wants to bonus 35 million dollars spread around for some employees that have been there for a while like that's kind of what you're talking about is Mm -hmm. you know the newer ownership and you know he i don't know how much he paid for the mavs probably uh 100 million or something Mm -hmm. like that and he gets to cash out at four billy like of course he can he can do it but you know you got the the nfl owners don't see things that way and it's like (laughs) man you know let's uh let's invest a little bit in the future of this league because it is so hot right now. And the, you know, the other thing is that when it comes to um, gosh, what was I? I Oh, it's not like you have to rely on wall street, right? Like if you're Mm -hmm. Netflix and you're like, okay, we have to keep, you know, we have to keep uh, our our costs down. Mm -hmm. So thus, you know, we had to fire all these people, even though, we're making money hand over fist. This is what wall street wants. This is what, this is how we're going to uh, make our, our stakeholders happy. The NFL doesn't have
1: anybody mm-hmm. like that. They just have the owners. stakeholders are just the owners. They're I mean, that's the owners, it's really all it is. So yeah, it's, 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 um, it's ridiculous that we, they don't make those simple reinvestments in the game. It looks like we're going to get, Yet another for the third straight year is like going to add another international game. So, I mean, it, it, the money is raking it in and, and and Raj, you know, to his credit, uh, he doesn't seem to be able to make a misstep in terms of, you know, growing the revenue. And it looks like he's going to get to his 25 by 2027. So, I mean, 25 billion a year in revenue, which is a staggering amount. Um, So it's not like they don't have the resources to make the experience to do the best they can to make the experience as best as possible. Um, And I know there are people who have made that argument, the counter argument that, you know, the baseball refs, I mean, the baseball umpires are full time and they stink. Well, I mean, okay. <laughs> They're going to get replaced in 10 years anyways. <laughs> but uh, again, I, I don't, I still don't think that that is an argument that you, and again, I know theoretically, you just, you know, just based on the length of the season, they can't be part-time employees because it's just, it's, you know, it's half the year. So that, that, you know, I get that part, but um, I just think that that is, it's just like a glaring thing that, you know, you can, I, I just, I, I feel very strongly about the fact that, those dudes should be doing workshops year-round. They should be working out year-round. There should be another one for me is there should be an, an NFL official at every station in training camp officiating every single drill and every single team session. Because, again, I, I've again, as I've said many times, there's nothing I've found in life that doesn't improve if you rep it so just looking at these things and looking and have them having game tape to go back and study above and beyond because i mean that's all training camp is is those yeah. that's a bunch of tape that they can go and they can study and they can break down and they can improve technique the rest could, they can could use that too um it would be been i i can't you can't give me an argument why that wouldn't be beneficial for them. And even if it just improves one call a game, I mean, I think across the league, that's, um, that's huge. Cause I mean, we shit on the refs, but by and large, they make way more calls than they miss. It just seems like the ones that they miss are really, really magnified. The rules um, also change a lot towards the offense in uh, seemingly yeah. every year. Yeah. So um, I mean, again, being on top of it, it would just, it just seems to me a no brainer that to be as sharp as you can, you don't have to be worried about going out and selling insurance yeah. six months out of the, I mean, you, it would be, you also be
0: have the UFL, right? If you wanted to create a more of a referee, camp or minor league system or something, you know, you, I know the UFL right now is only eight teams. I, th- mm-hmm. I believe it's only eight teams, but if, if they do expand and you know, the, the NFL should invest in, in these guys, Fox uh, has a piece of this league, you know, Dwayne, the rock Johnson and uh, his wife. Uh, and I forget the capital, the firm that, that, that invests uh, their red, red rock, something like that. Mm-hmm. You know there there's so there's money in it and I, I don't understand why the NFL doesn't sort of utilize it in the way that they could. Um, like
1: baseball does. I mean to have a minor league feeder system let's let's be completely honest. The the UFL, whatever the hell it's called, is not competition. I mean no, it, not at it's all. just it's just not. So I mean, why not utilize it to your benefit? And again, you can i i would think it would make sense to do it like a g league where there are affiliates and the teams can use those teams as or you know i mean the perfect example to me is the way they run things between golden state and um santa cruz i mean Mm -hmm. it's you think
0: joe Lacob might be interested in buying a ufl team if if they kind of had a little bit of NFL backing and it was like a, it's like, you know, you own a UFL team and we get one of these other NFL teams up for sale. Well, guess who, you know, right. kind
1: of, kind of is in communication. It's like Again, like, like, just like with the players, that could be a feeder system. If you see guys that are owning those teams and they're doing really innovative and um good work, I mean, that it, it, it would seem like a no brainer that those would be, the first people i mean not to say that that's a guarantee but those would be the first people you would look at when you when it came time for expansion or if it came time somebody gets Jerry Richardson and they got to yeah. get out you know you that you could look to those teams as you know potential buyers if if they have if they meet the financial requirements which at any more all of these guys are billionaires when they, to be, I would imagine even to be, you know, if the NFL were to ever to get involved in the UFL, then, you know, those franchise fees would skyrocket Yeah, and you would have to be, you know, somebody of substantial means, you know, like Tepper who can come in and just buy, pay 2 billion cash. I mean, which is, mind just mind <laughs> it's mind blowing that my man could just say hey where you want me to wire this money I don't even got a you know no financing no i just you know yeah. I got it <laughs> I yeah. got it I got two billion and, and look you know the, the Raj his best trait
0: now I know you know he's lawyer and I'm sure there's aspects of his job that you know are are, are fairly strategic and we don't work for ESPN, so we can't get suspended like Bill Simmons did mm-hmm. when he said you know he wanted Raj to have a little testicular fortitude. <laughs> um I, his his skill set is catering to the filthy rich white people. That's mm-hmm. his skill set mm-hmm. and understanding what they want and what they need for this league to keep running and connect. The, the partnerships and, and such with with these uh, with these big giant media companies and the sponsorships. So, uh, you know that that is not a, um, you know I, I'm i I'm sure he's he wouldn't if he didn't have this skill set. He's not, you know, solving problematic world issues like. Mm-hmm. In the, the, but that's just what he does. He he is able to keep that job because the owners like him. The owners want him there, which I, I like to me. If the owners are that gung ho for him, I'd be kind of bothered if I was the players. Yeah, and I'm sure that's how it works. And but just the players don't have the power. But anyways, that tells you how nothing this game was that we we did the first you know 15 minutes of the show on Roger Goodell and and the way that the, the you know the league is kind of running the 18 week schedule and such. But if you had it like I don't think there's any ma- any main takeaways. Uh Except for me, it is that the Niners are very, very top-heavy with star power, and when that happens in today's NFL, the back end of that roster is, is, is very, very weak, and you saw that with the offensive line once they took some of the starters out and Sam Darnold was running for his life. There was a couple times where I thought he was like going to get destroyed because of he's trying to find guys and he's trying to hang in that pocket. And he hung in until the very last second that, that like, I think that's probably most teams in the NFL today. And that's kind of how you have to do it is you pay top dollar for the really, really good players. And then you try and spread the, the money around the most possible positions in your, you know, your second and third stringers. Uh, but that, you know, we already know that the offensive line is probably the weak spot uh, on the 49ers team. But, man, like, just the discrepancy even between first-string offensive line and second-string offensive line was so
1: wide. Yeah. Um, yeah, the only real revelation to me, I thought I thought um, Robert Beale looked really good. Mm-hmm. Um, he... That was that was a big takeaway for me, and then I haven't heard. But um, Farrell would be a sneaky loss if he is if he can't play. I mean, because he's he's been solid, um, not so much in pass rush, but he's been a, a solid rotational piece in the run game and whatnot. So that would be uh, a loss if he's not, you know, able to. To go in two weeks, but and I would think Bill would probably slide in there if if that were the case. Um, but yeah, it that, that was it really. Um, as far uh, Bar- as Barrows, Barrows
0: Bar- 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 reported, uh, I don't know, probably about an hour after the game was over that Shanahan said that Farrell will have tests Monday to get a diagnosis, prognosis on his injury, but that it's not an MCL or an ACL. Farrell said the knee just felt off, and the Niners opted to shut him down. And I guess Taylor Hawkins also had a a wrist injury late in the game. But Farrell originally said, that he was pretty optimistic at playing. He didn't have a limp and that he, he had left the game largely as a precaution. So I I'm going to guess that because it's the playoffs, like he'll, he'll be ready to go. The one that I'm still really worried about is Armstead though.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's well, hopefully I just say at this, at, you know, come playoff time, it, come two weeks from now it'll be it'll have been what six or seven weeks since he's played that's damn near half the season so yeah hopefully i mean if he still can't go then that you know like you say it's already a cause for concern but um you know at at what point do you start thinking that it just might not happen um, so which is again, it's just a, a huge loss. And as we continue to move forward, their teams, especially, um, you know, if we see the the Ravens again, you know, if we see a, a team that I just worry about is Detroit with their interior, especially and the way they can run the ball. Hopefully the Rams can um do us a favor and go there next week and um upset them and that's going to be a fun game just for the storylines yeah. yep absolutely so i was talking to brad
0: earlier today and he said he was he kind of wanted to avoid the lions just because he knows that the narrative is going to be all about mcveigh and golf and he's like gosh you know i don't want to hear all that stuff again and the flip side would be going to dallas and you know Dallas already beat them earlier in the season by a pretty large uh, large number of points but i think you know they caught fire at the right time i don't know whether it was health or just you know a bunch of things working for them but i think they're a tough out for either team and i'm really excited to see what happens in Detroit cuz Detroit they're kind of like a prove it team right like you had a great regular season and now let's see, you know what that what that really means in in the playoffs. They got the third seed, so they do have one home game, and uh, but the Rams are, you know, we've been talking about this. The Rams are for real, and even when they started out the season and people did not have high hopes for them, including McVeigh, mm-hmm. they played the Niners tougher than than most of the teams that the Niners beat this year. So uh, I, I think that the Rams are a really interesting team to follow if they can get an upset in one of these games that's going to be enormous and and i think it could shake up the the nfc if they if they can actually win one get ahead of postage rate increases this year with stamps.com it's like your own personal post office sign up with promo code program for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale no long-term commitments or contracts that stamps.com code program
1: Um. All right. Speaking of t- shakeup, I okay. am rooting for the. Ca- oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. No. Go ahead. Let's move on.
0: <laughs> no, I think you we're. Uh, I think we may have a little bit of a of a delay with with, uh, with us. So we'll, I th- it'll probably catch up here. But okay. So let's talk about where we go from here. Niners lose twenty-one twenty. Uh, the Rams get a two point conversion late. I was thankful for that. Cause I did not want to see overtime and, he, uh, <laughs> and Darn, you know, Darnold is, is trying to come back and uh, there's a drop pass. And then the, you know, he's, he's running around for his life and he fumbles at the end. So that it it wasn't meant to be. And, and, you know, doesn't really matter either. Cause the game didn't mean anything, but if we look at the playoff picture, so for the Niners, uh, the eye. Wh- if you're a you know, if you're watching for this, you want to keep an eye on Eagles, uh, Eagles, Bucks, Rams, Lions, because I don't think the uh, I don't I don't think the Packers Cowboys game affects them. I, I'm actually tr- I'm actually trying to read how this bracket reads so they take the wild card lowest seed. So I guess if the Packers do win, they come into San Francisco. But if we mm-hmm. assume the Cowboys are winning, then it would be the lowest seed out of Eagles, Bucks and Rams, Lions, who the Niners get. So, you know, Rams are six seed Packers are seven seed. I think the Packers are probably the, uh, the, the weakest though. Bucks and Eagles also looked terrible. Um, but, but, You know, if the Rams win and the Packers win, the Rams would come into San Francisco. So that's very interesting. What do you, like, in the perfect scenario,
1: what would you want to see happen? I really, 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 really. Is there, is there, okay, I'm trying to pull up my, my, um my bracket is there an option of philly coming here so philly would come here
0: okay so they would have to win and the lions would have to win and the cowboys would have to win and then i think we get philly yeah they're broke they're broken <laughs> <laughs> they and, broken. and look the bucks would come here as well
1: if this thing went chalk yeah they're not very good either no. um i mean it's a it's a nice story that um somebody had to win that division um and you know it, it's funny how that how my mind works is that you know everybody shits on baker so then i i find myself kind of firm a little bit yeah, yeah. <laughs> to um so it it was good to see him have a little bit of success um this whole season because I was one of the ones who definitely thought they were gonna be a three-win team. So the fact that um they were able to even be in position to win a trash division, um still, I mean it, it it's one hell of an accomplishment, I think, for them. But they again, yeah, they're another team that I you know i don't have any fear of, you know on, i i get any given sunday but um if we're healthy and we're not turning the ball over they'd have a hard time beating us um and i and i feel the same way about the um i feel the same way about the eagles um and then like you it gets kind of tricky with the rams because i mean i mean i i just the way stafford and Nakua and Cup and Kyron Williams—the way their offense is going, I—they—they they are a threat. They are a threat. Um, and it always gets kind of weird with when, you know with rivals and whatnot, as we saw two years ago. I mean, so that is a concern. Um, but for us, I, I just think that. Um, and then again, I had mentioned Detroit and their run game, but their defense is. Whew, um, so I, I think that game could end up being a shootout that we could definitely win. I think Brock carves up that um that um Detroit secondary. So yeah, I just you know, I I oddly Bill Simmons floated this idea that um and now I know exactly why my picture looks the way it is. I didn't turn my light on. Anyway, I just noticed that. <laughs> Sorry. Um I was wondering, but yeah. Um <laughs> Bill Simmons floated this scenario of if the Cowboys flame out Jerry Jones bringing in Belichick. And if you hate the Cowboys the way (laughs) I hate the Cowboys, that would be the worst possible scenario (laughs) is Belichick just coaching the team and You know, I know 49er fans are low to admit it, but they are loaded. They're a good football team and they could be a Belichick away from being a real problem. So I want them to make it all the way as far as they can until we beat them and have a good postseason and they can just keep Mike McCarthy right where he is that Keep that's him. Yeah. where I want, want them him. is I want Mike McCarthy as their coach because as long as he's their coach I don't really have much concern about them beating us and I I'm confident in our team but you know you got to respect Bill Belichick yeah so yeah I don't I don't want him in the NFC at all so yeah you go know ahead, Dallas go the... Dallas <laughs> The uh, the thing with I think it was last week or the week before or
0: it was very recent, but did you know that Jimmy Johnson was not even in the mm-hmm. the the ring? That was that was they ridiculous. Hate
1: each other, my goodness. Jerry, you know, still is pissed that Jimmy gets so much credit for the success they had. And that's what this whole last 20 years has really been about is Jerry trying to prove that he can do it without, you know, Jimmy, which I mean, it's just so, you know, but those dudes and their egos, I mean, that's, you know, part of how they get where they are is, is that outsized ego. And sometimes it, especially in these situations as owners is what, is their downfall if you um if if any of you have been following that whole panther situation um the hubris of david Teppert is just unbelievable well i guess it's not unbelievable but um it's it's really i mean I mean, if you can buy a team for two billion dollars cash, I guess you feel like you're the one to, to fix it. And I mean, everything he's done to this point has been just the opposite of fixing. They're like the worst team in the league, I think. So yeah, that's um, it's interesting. The, just, number, they, the number, the number two pick, just made the playoffs. They won the division. Can you believe oh, wow. that? Wow! Wow! Shout out to D'Amico. and yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Good. For, I mean, I'm so I'm happy for him. I mean, you were talking about being ahead of schedule, um, to be a division winner already. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty impressive. And again, they've got you know more picks and yeah, so they are definitely a team on the rise. Um, so good for him.
0: That four running back who dropped that fourth down pass Ugh. for the Colts. That's
1: crazy. That was, that was, that was, that was some really good games yesterday. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that's just, that's a gut punch. Uh, yeah.
0: The, uh, you know, the Cowboys, that ring of honor, or whatever they call it. You know, I like, I was just thinking about it because Troy, I guess Troy was, was really the c- connective tissue, uh, in a lot of that and getting those guys back and getting Jimmy there. And it made me wonder, like, whatever happened to Barry Switzer? i I know right we we got a job to do and we're gonna do it baby (laughs) barry switzer (laughs) i mean because shouldn't that have been for jerry jones enough it's like okay jimmy left (laughs) and barry got us one more like that should be enough right
1: barry switzer got him a title yes I love that quote. You pulled that (laughs) out your ass. That was great. I had thought about that. The thing is, is my best friend is a Cowboys
0: fan. (laughs) So you can imagine those wars in the 90s. It was just Mm -hmm. me against him. Just like, you know, but, you know, we we were... pitted against each other but we still had fun with a lot of that stuff and mm-hmm. uh you know we would make fun of each other's players and stuff but it's like we both just dug the barry switzer's quote is just yeah. we, we we just loved that the, that's the, the awesome. cartoon character of barry switzer
1: yeah i miss those guys yeah we, I mean, these guys are so vanilla now that's why you know i i'm in agreement with bill simmons is that um, and I've heard of several other people say that the NFL definitely needs Harbaugh back because he is—he is a throwback to the old school weird ass. Are they? Um, are, are they going <laughs> to win the coaches? T- are they going to win the national championship tomorrow? I think so. I think so. And I—I I, you know everybody says he's coming back. I just think that, that he, I think he'd be crazy to leave that spot there. And I think Michigan backs up the truck and just just keeps you know i i can't remember who said that but i think they do that they just keep driving brink's trucks to his front door until he stopped oh that's not enough they, bring, <laughs> they send another one tomorrow and then they send another one tomorrow and just you just keep you just make the money so ridiculous that he can't leave because we all know jim harbour we know better than most that he's got a short shelf life five he's years not, yeah he's yeah, got five he's years. not gonna and you know i i think where college is different is that in that five years they can just get rid of the administration <laughs> uh, and just bring in new administration every five years then you're not gonna fire the owner every five years so in the nfl so again i just think that everywhere that harbaugh is linked is just gonna be a disaster i think him with the spanos is is is, is a ticking time bomb and him and tepper just seems like that that is just bound somebody's gonna get killed i i would think um there but and, yeah and poor mark davis is like dude
0: this is all the money that I have. I don't have any more money.
1: <laughs> Mark Davis is the is the Monopoly man. When uh, but I think you know. I think Antonio Pierce has has earned that job. He they need to just go ahead and and ride that out for as long as it, it goes. And guy, because like you say, he can't really afford yeah a um a top notch coach so so yeah it's going to be the black monday is going to be interesting tomorrow i see they already capped um arthur smith arthur smith today yeah so um and rightfully so (laughs) that team has a lot more talent than and they are they ought to fire arthur blank for not (laughs) because you imagine can you imagine because again i probably you know if they offer him a con if they offer lamar Baltimore probably matches. Yeah. Can you imagine Lamar with Bijan and Drake London and Kyle? I mean, you don't need a MV, a league MVP. Okay. I mean, that that's just, you know, that's the Falcons, Falconing. <laughs> so um That yeah. whole thing was so
0: ridiculous yeah. when he was available When uh, and like you say, he's probably not really available. All right. You're, you're just forcing Baltimore's hand at that point, And they're like, okay, we have to do it. But man, that guy is so special. And I think some teams are just not on it because it's like, well, he's, you know, he's not going to stay in the pocket. And this is how we've seen Tom Brady win all these. It's like, mhm you can win in different ways. Like yeah, exactly. he's an absolute winner, and right. it, it's it's just so stupid. You know the NFL yeah. is just so backwards sometimes. But um, yeah. So I want I would love to see. Uh, I probably want to see. I, I think I'm with you. I want to see the Bucks, and in order to see the Bucks. Then Dallas and Detroit have to win, and the Bucs have to beat the Eagles. Uh, I think that is the maybe the biggest layup out there. Mm -hmm. The only reason I don't say the Eagles and look, Jalen Hurts, like his finger was all mangled today as well. And, you know, he's probably going to be wearing a brace on his right hand, and, you know, probably still has an issue with his shoulder. And so that dude just beat up. And their whole thing, like, their, their the end of their regular season was awful. Awful. But if they have anything in them still, you know, there's this theory. You know, you brought up Bill Simmons, this nobody believes in us theory that can rally a team. And we know that they have talent. But for whatever reason, this the end of their season has been terrible. So they still scare me more than the Bucks.
1: Yeah, they're definitely more talented than the Bucks. And you know, that talent is what scares you is that if somehow they figure out how to get it together, you know, they are a formidable team. But you know, I'm just at a place where we've been waiting on them to flip the switch for the last six yeah. weeks and they've lost five out of six. So I I, you know. When I see something like that it just tells me that there's some internally there's something we don't know that we'll find out afterwards when when, when people start you know m- getting moved and they start you know changing out personnel or coaches and I think one of those things is that that Matt Patricia as defensive coordinator has been a train wreck mm-hmm. which I don't understand why it hasn't been Bill, Bill Simmons was saying that he can't think of an assistant, a defensive assistant that's had a worse five years than Matt Patricia. Um, yeah. it's just, it's just, he just, you know, apparent and he's one of those guys who is that, that, um, the guy he, he coached for us for a while. He was a, um, he, he was a Cleveland head coach for a while. Eric Mangini. man genius genius. he's one of those another one of those um belichick guys that apparently patricia is like super super smart he's like like mental smart um but i don't know for whatever reason um he just is not so i don't doubt that he knows the game but you know, he has a hard time getting these dudes to execute. And, I mean, that whole last year where he's the offensive coordinator in New England was a was a train wreck. So, I mean, he had, he's had two straight years on both sides of the ball that were just, you know, awful. And then you go back to his tenure as the head coach in Detroit. I mean, it, it's, you know, I don't know. That that dude, maybe he just needs to be a position coach. Yeah. And let's and let's leave it, let's leave it at that. An analyst. <laughs> or if you go back to our UFL
0: idea, there you go. You run him through UFL and he's you know he's got to win the title in the UFL, <laughs> and then he can come back and, and be a head coach in the NFL. Uh so on the other side, there's some interesting matchups there too. You, you know the Dolphins and the Chiefs they play on i believe they play on is it saturday, saturday. they may play on saturday night on
1: it's a peacock. it's a
0: peacock only game yep. you have to have the service the peacock service and then you can watch the the game that's an interesting one because yeah peacock only has 30 million subscribers so you're talking about you're cutting the possibility you know cuz i think cable right now is probably like at 65 million households when when you and I were younger, it was like over a hundred, I think. And so that's well, it's how- gonna
1: be they are 30 right now. It's gonna be interesting to see where they're at come Thursday, come yeah, how Saturday. Many
0: do they, how many how how powerful is the NFL for the playoff? How many, how many subscribers are they gonna add in you know in six days or whatever? That'll be an interesting number to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so you know who wants to face Baltimore? Geez, Baltimore just seems like head and shoulders above everybody else. The bills are hot, but it's not like they like are completely taking care of business. They're they're skating in some of these games too. The Texans, we saw what they did against the Colts, uh, Dolphins, and Chiefs. I think that's the, probably the top
1: matchup. Uh, maybe but like even, you say, maybe was, in all
0: the playoffs, it's that like top say, matchup. I
1: was I was rooting, you know, I was rooting for Houston. But like you say, if my man catches that ball, we have a whole different outcome. I mean, yeah. they lose that game if. That running back holds onto the ball, so I mean, like you know, they won, but it wasn't like it was like a, a like they curb stomped them. It was a close game, and it could the Colts could have easily won that game. Um, yeah. So yeah, like you say, I think kind of like we are because I because I feel the same way, and I don't think I'm being biased when I say I think the Niners are head and shoulders above everybody. I don't really I mean. I, the Cowboys come in here. I don't really. I'm not, I'm not sweating them at all. You know. You know what it would take. It would take the funk
0: that they had against Minnesota. Uh, cause mm-hmm. I, I still think, you know, the Cleveland game was bad, but they still were a field goal away. Yeah. Right. You know, Moody Moody missed field goal. Mm-hmm. Um, they they got beat up by the Ravens. That is that. I can't even say that's. The worst game they play because the Ravens are just just they were good, great team. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, so, some of those games that they that they like the Minnesota one is the one where I was like, okay, for whatever reason, they're just in an absolute funk in this game and they cannot get through whatever they're they're trying to do. That I think it would take a Minnesota-like game for them to lose to the to the Eagles or to the Bucks. Uh, the Cowboys, like you said, have a lot of talent. And so the Cowboys would, I think the Cowboys, if they played an A-plus game and the Niners were in a funk, I think the Cowboys would win the game. But you, you know, B-plus to B-plus or A-minus to A-minus or A-plus to A-plus, the Niners win that game and maybe,
1: you know, by 10 points. So the Cowboys are just such a good, uh, such a different team. You want to talk about the tail of two teams? They are so different. Um, home versus road. Yeah. So again, that's what, what, what I'm banking on is that when they come here, that we just, we, we put it on them and, um and and we send them home. But yeah, like you say, I don't think that, I don't think the Cowboys or the lions, I think we could easily, like you said, if we show up like we did against Minnesota, I think both of those teams can beat us. Yeah. Um, I don't, and 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 again like you you had mentioned about the eagles um if they do flip a switch they are formidable but um like the bucks i don't not really if I the really, niners play good
0: football i think the only team that can still beat them is the ravens as proven now mm-hmm in in you know maybe last year's version of the chiefs i would have said the same thing i'm not quite sure about this year's version of the chiefs the dolphins would be fun because all you got to do is turn the ball over twice and they could they could have three touchdowns
1: and you're down 21-0 that's the scary thing about the dolphins but i just think their defense is so beat up at this point that um i think we could we, I think we just – I think the game plan versus them would just be to run it down their throat, and I don't think at this point they could stop us. But, yeah, like you say, if you – if you, the the fear with the Dolphins is that they get out here and they – or they get to the Super Bowl and they get up on us early and then they're able to be multiple and run HN and it at us and then – you know, still have the threat with the passing game. Like you say, their offense is is very scary. Um yeah, but as a full team, I, I don't I think that they have a problem. And I, I'm still not I and I've watched a lot of the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes still scares me. I, I just Absolutely. I think that dude can get on a heater and beat anybody in the world. <laughs> so He's so smart,
0: too. He's so smart at setting up defensive backs. Um, he's so smart at knowing when he's going to be able to draw pass interference, defensive pass interference on long throws. He He's not the fastest guy in the world, but he's like the best guy to pick up that first down by an inch when he needs mm-hmm. it. So those are the things that scare me because – those are the things that tap into sometimes the 49ers defense, just being a little bit overly aggressive. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, 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 you know, that's why I said last year, I think that team would have been real problems, but you know, the their wide receivers kind of look a little bit like the third string Niners wide receivers. I'm telling
1: you, my goodness, (laughs) they're awful. But, um, yeah, in six, you know, 60 minutes, I, you know, it's just, it's one of those things where that guy is really, really, he is scary. So, yeah. But like you said, I, I think, you know, Baltimore is clearly the class over there. Um, So, yeah, it's going to be seen. For our purposes, them getting knocked off would be awesome. <laughs> but I think out of the lower
0: seeds, you know, we're talking – uh, Packers, Rammies, and uh, I guess Packers and Rammies would be the two lowest seeds. Uh, I think the Rams are a really tough out. And if the yeah. Rams came into San Francisco, I think I'd feel a little bit worse than probably the national media would mm-hmm. about that game. So,
1: yeah, they're, they they're, we just
0: they know would, each other very well. They
1: would well. be a live dog. They would, we, and we've seen it. I mean, like I say, two years ago, we've seen it, we've yeah. seen us be. The better team. It, that just, Shanahan was
0: trolling McVeigh something fierce with that Puka record today, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was because I was talking to Brad and I was like, just throw a wide receiver screen and get it out of the way. Cause they were like <laughs> that. They, they were going to take as many pass interference or defensive holding penalties as possible for him to not catch the football uh, all the way into the beginning of the third quarter. Uh, so I haven't even talked to you about this, but I was thinking about schedule wise for us. Uh, Niners don't play next week, obviously. So I was thinking maybe we take next weekend off and then the following week We maybe do a preview and we can recap some of the playoff games. So, whether that's a Thursday or a Friday or a Saturday or whatever, and then because we don't even know when the Niners are going to play, right? And then we'll come back, so we'll have like two shows that week rather than uh, just one show. Uh, I think that would work out pretty good to me. Sounds great to me. Any last thoughts? I mean, if we were to do an MVP, I don't know who you would
1: give it to. You talked about Beale. I thought Darnold played really well. Yeah, like, he really did. When 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 the circumstances were in his favor, he did well. And then in the second half, it was just basically a jailbreak. And I mean that that I I don't fault him for that. Um, it was just the, the it got to the point where he could not make up for what was around him so mm-hmm. he would be you know he would be a candidate um eli mitchell would be um i wouldn't have you know a terrible problem with that um you know though i did think that i was like if
0: jp got more carries in that yeah. second half i think he he, he, he might have broke
1: one yeah, he looked really strong. And again, it you know you have to factor in who he was playing against. But still, that you know doesn't take away from the fact that he looked really, really good. Um, again, yeah, I don't know how much run he's gonna get moving forward, but um, he looked good. He looked really good. So, and you got to shout out Taylor
0: Hawkins for his interception. Yeah, uh, and uh, then he got then then he got a pass interference (laughs) on later in the game that uh, helped the Rams out a little bit. But, you know, you're at that point you're talking about, uh, they were, they were down to the, uh, to the, to the bench guys at that point. So,
1: uh, Oliver led the team in tackles, but then he got, he got, um, stiff armed into (laughs) another dimension at one point. (laughs) So yeah, that dude can't catch a break.
0: Yeah. He, he and, uh, Flanagan fouls. Had 10 tackles, though. Oliver's uh, all 10 were solo tackles. So that, mm-hmm. that's a that's a pretty great stat for a defense in back. Uh, all right. That'll be it from here. So we are done with the regular season, heading into the playoffs. Rod and I will not be back for next week's, next weekend's playoffs, but we'll be back at some point, probably towards the end of the next week before the Niners game. We'll do a little preview, and then we can kind of talk about with some of the playoff games as they happened and, and set the, the whole weekend up. Cause look, this, this might be, I don't know what people would consider to be their favorite football weekend of the year. Some may say opening weekend. Cause you just, you just been away from it for so long, mm-hmm. but they put this thing together for a reason. Like yeah. you have, you know, so many quality teams playing on this one weekend and it's all win or die. And it's all, you know, just so you have one, two, three, four, five, six, 12, you know, some of these seven seeds and six seeds, you know, may not be the best teams, but you're going to have some quality football this weekend. So yeah. this I, is. yeah. I think this is the best weekend yeah.
1: of the year for football. Absolutely. I'm really looking forward to the playoffs this year. I'm with you. And uh, yeah, so we'll be
0: back. Uh, So for Rod, Double G, we'll see you when we see you. Peace out.